Welcome. Welcome, Masaf. Welcome, Chris. Hello, Hello. to all our friends for joining us. Hello. Hey. Hello, hey, everybody. Hey. Yeah. Uh, to all our friends who are joining us all around the earth now, Meta Soundworks in Belgium and Cannibal in France and Crystal in Sydney. And those are the ones I see on my screen right now. And Alpha in Arizona. Uh, and everyone who will watch us later. So hello and welcome to our show, The Great Transition, where we are talking about what is going on in the world. And there is so much going on in the world. There is so much happening. Uh, it's very difficult to understand where it's all going, just feeling it from day to day. Because, um, you know, if you're aiming, if you're, if you're doing a bow and arrow, uh, archery. archery and you, yeah. yeah if you pull back the bow mm -hmm. and someone takes a snapshot of the direction the arrow is going it looks like it's going in reverse and then you get really right. pissed off because you said i voted for you because you said you're going forward and you're supposed to go forward <laughs> and how are you gonna go forward and all you're doing is going backwards but if you could see the whole picture mm -hmm. you'll understand why how nature's operating what's going on mm -hmm. that's what the wisdom of kabbalah is about stepping back seeing the whole system and then as you, of course, but we are live in bodies inside the system, only seeing frame by frame. And then how do those two worlds, how do the Kabbalists live in two worlds at the same time? How do you see and exist in both of those paradoxical realities at once? Crystal from Australia asked, is there any chance that everybody watching, she just wrote this here, uh, that everybody watching can stop for about three minutes and think good loving thoughts for our worldwide family? Hmm. Crystal, we have one hour to speak to everybody, so we're not going to stop for three minutes. But what we do as Kabbalists, no matter whether we're talking, being quiet, eating, working, shopping, all of the time, we're building this muscle inside, building this, it's called an intention, a Kabbalah, towards this, no matter what is happening. So we're asking everybody here to join us in that. Whatever we're talking about, whatever is going on in your life, all the time in our heart, calibrate towards that. And when the show is over, let's take a few minutes and maybe stop everything else we're doing and just yeah. think only about that. It's let's a good suggestion, though. It's a, it's, a, oh, it's thanks, Chris. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Listen, with all the problems going on the world, on in the world, at least it's good to know that we can watch the show from our phones, maybe in the car, maybe in the kitchen. Uh, we have our computers. We can watch Netflix. We can learn about life, not just entertainment but we can learn about what's going on different kind of videos different things we can use the computer from we can stay in touch with our friends and families we can play games however one of the however, poorest countries in the world one of the poorest countries in the world the democratic republic of congo has more than half of the world's supply of cobalt which is used in lithium mm. batteries which go in our phones uh, that cobalt in those batteries is mined by, among other people, by tens of thousands of children. So you have tech companies making billions of dollars on the backs of Samsung, Sony, Apple, on the back of children working in mines. I have so many questions I want to bring up, but what I want you to so think is surreal as I go these, to think about it. I mean, I know, yeah, I, I know you... this is the daily reality, and still, it is when you suddenly yeah, put, like, it, like, put it what, when you put it in our face. It right now, but yeah. it's happening all the time. Yeah, exactly. This is what I want you to think about as we go through these things. Think about our lives. Now, some of our friends who are listening are in the Ukraine, 
there or in right. other places in really bad situations. But think this think about our lives. We have, you know, a phone or other other, you know, devices and these things that we have that are clean and nice and whatever on the other side to get it to us, the amount of suffering that's involved. Mm-hmm. Forget about that for a minute, okay? The World Cup. 200 countries competed to qualify to play in the World Cup. The World Cup will start in a couple weeks in November. It's uh, the biggest What is that? Soccer? Soccer, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, soccer, football, however you want to call it. It's huge. It unites the world around this beautiful game. Uh, 32 teams out of 200 made it. I mean, 32 countries are participating. The world will watch and cheer. We'll forget about all the wars for a few minutes. We'll enjoy the beautiful game. The tournament is going to take place in one of the richest countries in the world, in Qatar. Beautiful new stadiums, new roads, new high-speed trains, like technological wonders. Thousands, tens of thousands of new hotel rooms, a new airport. Hmm. Very rich country able to build all this. 90% of their workforce are immigrants. Many have their passports confiscated and held without pay. Working on empty stomachs, making just enough to eat sleeping in rooms with a dozen people, smelly, dirty, unsanitary. Hmm. So oh, I, I, I saw I, now, now things are connecting for me because I, I didn't I don't know much about it, but I saw some headline that I can't remember, but some um, one of the teams that's going to the World Cup is um, they, 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 I didn't watch it, but I read that they released a video or something of that nature like criticizing Qatar. Uh, so I'm guessing that's well, what a lot it's of about. people that's died. Story a lot of about. a lot of workers are dying, especially during the summer, from what I remember. You know how they're going to protest? They're going to put a stripe on their uniform. Yeah. So, hmm. uh, okay. So, so think about it. You know, imagine you and your friends. You love soccer, football. Maybe you're from England. No, I, I actually, uh, I was actually good at it as a kid. Um, I liked so, soccer. But, yeah. but you're not going to go to Qatar. But there will no. be. There will be people from England or France or yeah. other places. A bunch of friends get together. Yeah. They go. They get some hotel rooms. They go watch their country compete in the World Cup. It's exciting. Yeah. People from all around the world there. So much going on. And it's clean. Clean hotel rooms. Beautiful stadium. Incredible mm-hmm. game. The best athletes in the world competing there. Somewhere behind the curtain, slave labor built it. But Qatar mm-hmm. is not alone in slave labor. Uh, Libya, I saw preparing for this, I saw there was a slave market in Libya where you could purchase uh, a man for a couple hundred dollars. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This um, is like, this is like, you know, medieval times or even now, you know. This is happening two, now. There's, there's actually years tens ago, of all over again. Maybe up to 50 million people uh, living as slaves right now on earth. No, so but, we've heard of But ISIS. in Libya, you say there's a, there's a market for it that's there's like open? Open and yeah. like, yeah, wow. Just after the show, everyone can go Google the slave Wow. Market. Well, if you I, didn't, I didn't know that, that. All different kind I, of places around yeah. the world are in different time, kind of like timelines in history, you know. Some mm. places kind of sped up and some places are slowed down. Some mm. places reverted, you know, after if you are constantly in wars. Well, that's, that's a really so good point. It's not that surprising, you know. Chris, that's a really good point because we're always, we have this phenomenon now in, in, um, in modern history where we are now where we look at everything relative to now yeah and judge everything relative to now um we 
you know, kind of in the West have advanced, our civilization has advanced quickly. Is it, you know, but people have always, there's been slaves for a long, long time. People have lived mm -hmm. in terrible squalor for a really long time. Well, it's human. Uh, it's part of a basic, like, human nature. So is it necessary, we don't have to answer these questions now, but it's something to think about, you know, do we require everyone to be on equal on equal level or can we say some civilizations are advancing or some parts of the world are advancing faster than others and it's just natural that you know the ones who can will ex not well i will take away the word exploit but use the no we have to say exploit we'll exploit the those um behind them yeah that's a good question um we've heard of isis there's also boko haram and al-shabaab these are just three groups that when they go to raid or attack uh, some village or some town the women uh, who are women are raped those who are not women yet or if they're not raped they're kept until they are women and and raped sex slavery is a huge huge thing people kept mm -hmm. uh, either killed or just kept and tortured but you know what maybe we can yeah, i i did i did watch this um and i think maybe a year ago or sam or, or something uh, i think our, our friend andrew sent it to me anyway uh, like a really scary documentary um about the whole industry of you know sex trafficking and all of that in certain countries i can't remember the details but uh what was really astonishing there um and in a bad way, of course, is um, the not just the gravity of it, the, the, the magnitude of it, but also the use of the technology and how this is this is happening. If you know where to go online, then a whole world under underground world opens up before you, basically, um, right. in terms of what you can have access to. You know, in terms the deep of, web you're referring to. Uh, that you mean the dark, the dark web, uh, darknet. Dark web. The darknet. Too, yeah. Darknet is called, I think. Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, there's deep and then there's dark. Ah, but, right. Yeah. There's the deep, like not indexed by Google or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 They, they talked about uh, that too. They talked about all those levels. But it's like it's um, it's insane. It's really insane. It's, just and so, it's so rampant. It's it's like where you thought, man, yeah, so yeah, exactly. No, and then you see there's an lot. entire industry Even in the US. that is happening behind the scenes. Like it's the it's really vast and deep. We should just we should we should yeah. define slavery for a second because I had a feeling that we, it should just mm -hmm. be defined. Like what is this thing that exists called slavery? Right? I looked it up in Wikipedia. Slavery and enslavement are both the state and the condition of being a slave, okay, right? Who is someone uh, forbidden to quit their service. Now, this is very, right, rigid. It's and it's been stretched and put into what modern-day slavery can also be defined, but it's just in general, they're forbidden to quit their service for an enslaver, and who is treated by the enslaver as their property. So you, so you have, so, so in order for someone to be a slave, there also has to be an enslaver. So we also have to kind of like take both, you're not just a slave. There's, you know, there's two parts of the, there's the victim and then the one who's doing that. So you always have this you know, kind of like, it's a, you could say plus and minus, but that's what, that's exists. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a relationship between, it's a relationship between people is yeah. essentially mm -hmm. what we're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Ahmad, 
I'm not sure if I'm pronounced or Ahmed, um, one of our friends who is here, uh, said I'm from Libya. That's oh, not right. So we from have a Libya. friend here from Libya. That's awesome. First so, of all, so yeah, so yeah, so hi Ahmed. So here's hi. the thing, and Aram is here from Iraq. From Iraq. Wow. Yes. Um, great, so, to, great to have you, friends. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Hi. Um, so here's the thing. I'm looking at. I looked at uh, Fortune magazine and uh, Time magazine where I saw um, where I saw the story that's where I got it from I wasn't there I know that the media lies I checked a few sources and saw it so um, let's say what was the thing about Libya that we said uh, that you there was a, there's a slave market so Ahmed uh. I don't know I'm not gonna debate so let's say it's not happening in Libya um, but it's going on oh, in, uh, it's going on it's going world. on definitely for sure and it's been covered and well documented i'm sure that it's happening everywhere the extent to which it is open it and, and visible well and visible that's a question you know maybe the media knows or doesn't know and of course you can't trust everything you read there but if there's a way if there's yeah. something to, if, if there's a path in a way of making money then it, yeah. then it exists and it's yeah, yeah it's happening somewhere so. but it's great that's to have you with us here ahmed yeah, um, it's incredible yeah so if i hear i see people writing buffering Buffering. Really, I do not yeah, see. So I do I not saw see Seth on my looking end. Looking a little. Uh, really? Sometimes I thought it was just me, hmm. but I haven't seen Seth do it. I don't. I don't see that there's a problem on my end. So I now you look okay. I, I, I can't uh, say. I mean, it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't look like there's a problem on my end. I usually see if there's a buffering issue. Because um, hopefully it's it's gone. Yeah, but tell listen, us, guys. friends. T tell us, tell us in the in the chat if it's if maybe it's just one or two people or if it's for everyone. Please tell us. Okay, go ahead, guys. Uh, keep going. Yeah. Um. You know, I can kind of forget about all that stuff that's happening somewhere far away. It's getting cold here. Maybe I can go to the mall and get an affordable hoodie. You know, twenty five dollars for a hoodie, maybe. Right. Um. But. The reason the hoodie is $25 is because mm -hmm. the woman or the child who's making it, if they didn't faint from exhaustion or die or, or were murdered, or if they're not working for zero, they're working for 50 cents an hour. The vegetables on our plate, there's a chance they pass through the hands of workers working under these conditions. Tens of millions of people, whether it's in Libya or not in Libya, it doesn't matter, are living now as slaves, even in this country and in your country. Um, is there an official a number? I think there is. There is. Uh, I, I saw it's only. It's like under fifty. It's like forty something million. Right. That, okay? I think that's so, the number I saw too. And that's like the doc something different. But that's like how the document officially. And, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like what you know, yeah. and it kind of can estimate that well, the UN a range. Can, that, that yeah, the UN so can say that. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, but but even okay, that so, number is huge. And, you know, you can fill up, like, just think about it. There's, what, uh, ten, 9 million people in Israel. You can fill up, like, you know, several countries of slaves if you, if you think about the, you know, the, the amount Crazy. of people. And that's just the number that is, like, the safe number that, like, people can, and these authorities can report on. Let's, right, so let's and say, defined as, like, hard slavery, okay. right? Like, right. obvious slavery. Okay, right, yeah. right, right, right. Let's say yeah. again that the purpose of our show is not to report... Uh, we're not doing deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just, here. I'm just sucking the the information and and just kind of building a picture for myself because it's it is not the 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 weirdest thing is that it is always 
happening and it is not like you say we buy this thing we have our food or the food on our plate we have this we have the technology you know i'm gonna oh i'm thinking maybe i should upgrade my phone and all of this all of this is built on slavery in many ways in more ways than one and you are whether you like it or not you're probably participating in that whether you're aware of it or not That's that's so, my first question. Whether you want yeah. to or not. Whether you want to or not. Right, because the world can is... We have, just, yeah. Okay, so well, first of all, let's just put that on the table, everyone. Okay. Everyone who's here for our show every single week. We're looking at what's going on in the world to get a general feel for it. We're not... Unless we bring an expert on here, we talk about quantum physics. We're not quantum physicists. We're talking about slavery. We didn't go on a six-month investigative journalist trip we're relying on what we see coming through the news, what's coming out of the scientific community. Just and we take it a with a grain of salt, of course. Yeah. Right. So, so just, yeah. So if we say something, if we say there's 40 million slaves, but it turns out there's 100, it turns out there's 20, the point is just that it exists. And it's yes. a big pro We want to discuss where it is, why it is, how it is. What does this have to do with our spiritual development? Okay. Yeah, you don't need so many details in order to talk about the phenomena, right? Yeah, we're just giving superficial, okay. yeah, observation. Of, we're trying to, all, yeah, right. So I, I, I open up like that in order to, to give an emotion, to, to make the story, you know, to have it feel relevant to us. Yeah, and, and it's have, working, I gotta say. Cause it works. Because it, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it puts it in your face Because I, I don't feel great inside. So I've, we've, awake, we've awoken some kind of like... Yeah. Some feeling, some you know things that are happening anyway, that are not pleasant to think about. Dive in, Seth. We're, we're, yeah. Well, the the question is, can we have in nice things in life or a nice life mm. without our cons, without it hurting other people? Because I, I can, if I like. Here's the thing, I don't. You know, um, at the beginning of the summer, I walk barefoot outside, and it, like each rock kind of bothers my foot. By the end of the summer. My feet have calluses on the bottom. I can walk and I don't feel it. Mm -hmm. So in a sense, like we have all of these calluses on us that we can buy a phone and not feel it. Like if you, when you went to buy the phone, if you had to like be shown or go on a trip to the mines and see the children working, then you would get used to that too, though, even if you were forced. Okay. To well, I'm trying to say that you probably it would at least be a bit more difficult <laughs> decision. If you went to buy a cool yes. new hood, new, new, new pieces of clothing every season because it's so cheap and you can, yeah. but you saw what was behind it. So, you know, we have this push toward, well, Steve Jobs, Elon, you know, Apple, Tesla, all the tech billionaires and all the great new things and quick fashion and all this. Can we have this life without slaves? You know, hmm. Is it possible for us to have a good life without hurting others? Isn't that the whole problem, though, <laughs> that we don't know how to do that? So that's all we do oh, is just constantly man. harm. I, I would say... It just it doesn't exist. I would right? say it's, it's, uh, it should be possible. But not in not in our world, <laughs> not in today's world anyway. I mean, the fact of the matter is, like you said, like we've illustrated, um, wherever you go, whatever you get, our lifestyle, the modern Western, let's say, lifestyle, is built on slavery in one way or another, um, and it's it's constantly happening. 
there's a, well, I, I don't think I don't think the approach um, from a Kabbalistic perspective should be um, to try to you know if you try to scrutinize now you know I, you can look at the frame in my room you know uh, um, uh, the you know the, the, this microphone and the, the the piece of equipment here and what I wear and the, the, the frames of these picture photos or whatever and I can look at the frame that you know what I'm saying you can find probably in everyone's room something that uh, uh, comes from exploitation and probably even horrible exploitation in ultimately so what I'm saying is there is a systemic problem here and I think what we need to focus on is is really what is that problem at the core so that that's something we can maybe do something about. Um, can I go back to if, the... Okay. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Chris. go ahead. If I go back to, to Seth's question, can you do something without harming others? Basically, can we have a good life? Basically, you ask, can we have a good life without harming, without ha having it be built on you know everyone's back or slave labor? Even if, just to boil it down to the simplest, probably the simplest example you could you could do to capture that that problem is even if you had like the simplest existence in like some village or something with a fire, a couple of teepees, whatever, and, and you put your waste, I don't know, some kind of waste, trash, I don't know, back then there's no such thing as trash, I don't know, your, you know, let's, let's say your excrement or something where you, you're, you're just living in this, in the same perception, but you go and you do something and you change, Make some kind of change. I don't know. You put your excrement in one place, and it flows downriver to another to another village that's living down downriver. You didn't do it. You didn't try to harm them, but you made a decision to put it in this one place. You're. you're it's not like you weren't tr trying to, you know, intentionally not consider this village that lives downriver, but you just don't know it exists. So you do a thing, and it ends up harming. Even that simple ex that simple example, you you're doing harm to others. But you also can't really. Harm. You're just ca causing other one, somebody else suffering. Because I had this conversation with somebody, and I, I was talking about um, a situation in China where, um, where, China used to be very agrarian. Actually, the U.S. used to be eighty percent, like eighty percent of the population was farmers. Now mm -hmm. it's like three, mm -hmm. or something. So China, a lot of people were yeah. working in the rice paddies. And now they're working in sweatshops in the cities. Mm -hmm. But by the way, before the capitalists came to China and set up sweatshops, working all day in the rice fields wasn't so great either. Hmm. Well, know, that's like, why they, they, they like, volunteered to go and to, to work. In the, they would move their entire family or send their you know, strongest child to go do it because it so, was so good the for the family. Quality of life... If you if you removed, let's maybe start to as we're building this equation, right? Like, can modern person X live good life without hurting other person Y? You know, let's let's remove some of the variables at first before capitalism, before all that, before greed and everything. Just put all these people on Earth. There's a lot of suffering anyway. There's like you know before capitalism, people were taking slaves. Mm -hmm. Before. Before any of these modern, before modern technology, people were, some people were stronger than others and were capturing them and raping them and using them. So 
Even as nature develops us, it seems cruel. Um, You're saying because yeah. it's necessary? I think I just complicated the conversation way too much. Yeah, Sorry. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm, I lost you guys. Can can we? Okay. Can you, <laughs> a little bit. But um, no, I, I look, there is, we're dealing with something here. This topic is, it's especially, I'll, I'll say what, what's going on in my mind. Okay. And tell me if that's where you want to go with it. The, the, I find it especially fascinating because um, what Chris started talking about. What is the definition? Like, the, there's, there's no doubt that the cases you brought up are where, where children's are in sweatshops, where, you know, um, immigrants are being forced, where there's forced labor in one way or another, sex trafficking, human trafficking, all that stuff. That is extreme, uh, you know, these are extreme examples, and apparently they're, they're much more prevalent and, and ex- in existence than we think of. Um, it's, it's not a thing of the past. Millions of people are in that world. In all of our uh, countries. In Everyone all countries. Yeah, it's everywhere. In your country. It's, it's, it's everywhere. a part of the modern world. Yeah. Exactly. And we're, it's just very well consistently hidden from our eyes and no one consistently talks about it and exposes it. Well, that says it. No one wants to talk okay. about it. And we no one wants to talk. even think about of it. Of course. Now, let's put that aside for a second. Uh, here's what's, what's interesting about this, this topic for me. The fact that it's so vast and happening everywhere means again that it's a systemic problem. There is something in the global social economic order, uh, uh, something in the culture of mankind that doesn't uh, allow this phenomenon to fade. We, we somehow, as a, we think we're like advanced, when 2022 today, you know, we have the internet, whatever, and yet we're using the internet too to to uh, you know to keep this phenomenon happening. So th- there is something here that is inherent to our culture, and it's it's a phenomenon that we can't get rid of, as as a society, as a global society, and as you know, uh, as we said, it's happening all over the world. So why is that? That I think is is really worth um, exploring, and um, you you see what I mean? That that why is yeah, this? Sure. Fundamental question here. Yeah, exactly. Why can't we get rid of it? And I think that I'm going to say something and it may come across as controversial, but um, maybe that's what we're here for in a way. Um, I don't think that those slaves that we talked about, and I'm, you know, usually deliberately saying saying it bluntly like that, uh, that they're the only slaves in the world. I think that they are the extreme, horrible, uh, you know, most rotten examples of, of, of current human culture. Uh, but I think that beyond that, most of the world is enslaved. Most of us are enslaved. That's what, what I would say. I mean, and that's where, it, where you start going into the definition of what do you mean by slaves? What do you mean by slavery? What does that means so i'm I'm gonna say it even more bluntly it's not that there is slavery still in 2022 we still have slavery in some places in the world no i'm saying there's only slavery in the entire world 
<laughs> and that 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 whoa you that's just so, hold on. okay I, 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 feel just, no. you. I, I feel you <laughs> but, right. but the but, I, I, but why am i I'm uh, here yeah. i have an iced tea right i have a smartphone right I, you know it's um, cli- um, the climate is nice all right. and then the degrees room. of so slavery I, I feel okay so, so I, I definitely felt yesterday yep like a slave in my life but that's totally different. But than, it's, to- it's totally different from the kid who is born into a reality where they uh, are in a sweatshop somewhere and they have no choice and no future and no hope and no opportunity. Or someone who's been, God forbid, locked in a basement uh, for five years. Horrible. Of course. Sold. I'm not comparing. Thank you. You're right. Let's put it on, on, in, in the right place. I'm not comparing. And yet I'm saying that all of humanity, the way our society works is in a way that uh, I would say that h- how many people feel themselves free? Let's take, you know, the, the, let's leave the extreme examples for a second. Let's talk about the common person, the average person, the person who's working their nine to five jobs and so on. We're living in a reality where you are, if you're working anywhere, right, uh, um, and you're not the boss of, your, of yourself, which is not most people, then you are dependent basically on if 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 on your man on your boss and if the, oh, your wait employer a second, but it's if you're an employee if, then you're uh, yeah. you're a certain kind of slave but also if you're the employer you're a slave to just a different degree it just right. becomes a different type and, of and and, and ultimately of course and ultimately um and ultimately I, I would say there's like most of the world it, it it comes down to how do you feel yourself do you you know how many people actually feel themselves as masters in this wait a second are we actually saying though something about freedom because the opposite because if i'm not enslaved that means i'm free right we i think so we need to define are we having, what, are we gonna have to define f- uh, we're we're we're, we're know, gonna Victor, have to there's a there's a guy named Victor Frankl who wrote a book called man's search for meaning he right. was a holocaust survivor he was a psychologist yes. mm-hmm. and um he wrote, but this is this is psychology, not spirituality. But there's something really interesting in in what he said there. He, like they took everything until he was naked; they had nothing. But there was something inside that he found that they were not able to take, and so he felt himself free. And those Nazis as as slaves. Now, of course, the Nazis got to have dinner. Hmm. And got Very to sleep in a bed. Very interesting example. He almost starved mm-hmm. to death and was tortured. But so you know, there's a lot of nuance to, to, to what's going right. on here. So I think we have to kind of put all these pieces on the table. Yes. Yeah. There's a direct way of looking at it. And then there's ba- the direct form, which is like, okay. you will be, I'm so, in control of you. My hand is on your throat. And then there's every other example, so, basically. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying, let's, let's focus on the spiritual perspective, the Kabbalistic perspective first of all introduce it right yeah yeah so so mm -hmm. the the um, there is there's only two two modes for mankind there's nothing in between that's our biggest problem in this discussion our challenge our difficulty what do you mean modes there's there's you're either a slave or you're free and you're uh, um, there's only two modes for human society. There's a quote from from uh, from our teacher uh, that I, I I found in preparing for this. Let's let's read it and then talk about it. Okay, you're up yep. for it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. L- let me put it put it up. Okay, check this out. 
here's what he says. This was in in uh, in a discussion on 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 the topic of slavery in the world, where he was you know he, he was uh, told that there was a new report that talks about those forty something million people in the world that we know that are slaves and so on. Uh, it, it's fairly recent. It's like uh, a year ago. So here's what he said. Um, one of the you know quotes from there. People don't yet think about it, but we are very far from being free. Only love can change things, that all of us will feel close to each other. Otherwise, slavery simply won't stop. There are only two states for human society, slavery or freedom. Slavery by oppression and freedom by love. There's nothing in the middle. All the rest is us blindfolding ourselves. Now, let's this we need to so there's un- slavery and there's being blindfolded we need because yeah. there isn't we need to unpack no that yet. what does he mean here that we are blindfolding ourselves that's what i'm what i'm really finding that's, is the, that's the challenging easy. that's all we just talked about that's exactly what we just talked about i use my phone i don't think oh i, I really well, i i think it's just one aspect of it i think the other aspect is that that um not only this is happening and you know you're contributing to it and you're not even noticing we too are constantly enslaved, ultimately, spiritually speaking, we're enslaved to the ego. It's very simple. It is a force and we are blindfolding ourselves from it, from seeing that. And so it's like if you have the whole human network and we, we know that we're, we're looking at all of mankind, all people in the world as an interconnected, as nodes on a network, they're all connected, we're all, we're all in one system. And at the moment, collectively, globally speaking, that system, that network, is ruled by that force of the ego. We're all enslaved to it. And I think that is what produces a society that looks like this. Now, on the far end of the... uh, On the extreme end of the spectrum, what you see is these horrible cases we talked about. Children in sweatshops and, uh, and, and the like. But all throughout the system, from top to bottom... Show me a person who's not, uh, in one way or other, is actually enslaved. And how many people actually feel themselves as, as the masters in this in this you know, world? I could I could think you of know? times in my life when I you know like on the last day of school, and mm-hmm. and you're just just riding my bike and just thinking right. about the summer in front <laughs> of me and like nothing to do for a month and I'm gonna go to the pool tomorrow with my friends I felt so free good times. Now, obviously good times I had no clue about what was going on in the world I had no you know mm-hmm. the, that, I guess that's what we're calling blindfolded right because I think everybody can find a moment where we feel totally free but the when we feel totally free uh it's because our because we have yeah, blinders thought about it we're not actually seeing everything else we're right, just saying true. in my tiny perception either forcibly or or naively really it's kind of the two ways of thinking about it but also when you're talking about someone who's who's enslaving like what is that attitude we haven't really talked about it yet but it's also important what is this attitude of of the of the enslaver of someone you know, you can do it directly. If someone's saying, I, basically, is I want to rule you. I, mm-hmm. I don't, I cannot look at you as part of, as something that I can care about. You even see it, and I'll show you guys later, how CEOs, listen, they run businesses, right? That's their, that's their, that's their job. If I try, if I get, if I get, 
emotional about my business. If I start seeing customers, consumers, right, is how they label them as people, then certainly I won't be as profitable. I mean, that's just, let's just say that that's just how it mm-hmm. is. And we even have a, a recording of how it is. They, you can't look at a customer as a person. You have to look at a customer as a consumer, someone who's taking your product. And that's how you relate to them. And if you were to change how you relate, you would ruin the business model. So it just can't exist. So of course you have to, you're either free exactly. or you're, I'm either going to and, and dude, it's, and, and this is, this is what, what I'm saying here. It's everywhere in every aspect of society. So right. everything the you same create, template. same template, everything you will create in our world today, as long as we are enslaved to the ego, I would say, it's going, it's going to go, go to hell. Basically, social media, what a great tool. Oh, we can all connect. What a great thing. You know, when it started Facebook 2008, what a great thing. We can talk to people and, you know, that we haven't seen since high school or whatever. Oh, and now we have to make sure that this thing doesn't make us uh, addicted and, and pollutes our mind and, uh, you know, and causes us ADHD, right? Um, t- take, I don't know, um, uh, the entertainment industry. All the exploitation that happens there and the, the how it dumbs down the population because the whole goal is just to keep people mm. right consuming and to keep them addicted take the food industry right. take the medical industry and and you know and the connection between them it's 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 crazy like you know food it, it, we can talk we can do a whole show about about uh, we can talk at least for an hour about what's happening in the food industry I don't even need to say it for people who are a little bit aware you know it's it's everywhere. There is ah here's here's something. Uh, let me show you this thing which I, I brought it up between us a couple of days ago, but we haven't really talked about it. Check this out. Scientists find microplastics are now in human breast milk. According to the researchers, microplastics exposure is inevitable. <laughs> check check this out. So this is this is now an, a whole area of research. There was there was something specific here also. Um, look at this. While we are still, uh, while we still aren't entirely sure of the exact health implications, the research is nonetheless concerning as babies are particularly vulnerable. No, that's not one. That's one. As the researchers uh, are careful to note, they found no correlation between lifestyle choices and the prevalence of any milk-borne no plastics. Right. Exactly. Why is that interesting? Because it means that today, look, let's just, a discovery, as they explained to The Guardian, confirms the notion that human exposure to microplastics is inevitable. You're living in a world today where even if you try to eat well and you're, I don't know, vegan or whatever and stay away from plastic and I'm, I'm so, you know, pure and I'm, I'm you cannot avoid having microplastics in your breast milk. Right. Think about the insanity. There's toxins in the rain now that we can't control. So what I'm saying is everything we create, everything we produce is polluted by this enslavement to the ego and the results are everywhere. Why do 80% of the people, uh, I think that's that's one of the recent Pew surveys, are not happy with their job. Your job is what you spend two-thirds of your life in. You know what I mean? So to say that there's just 40 million slaves or however, you know, and there's they are... 8 billion slaves. There's, exactly. 
There's that. There's right. maybe ten percent so of the human population. Degrees. Different degrees. I don't, the thing is, I, I don't want to belittle. I, I don't want to belittle. No, no. I'm not. Com- we're not comparing. We we're, we're not comparing. You know, our life. We live like kings compared to anyone who lived a hundred years ago, and we we live like human beings compared to the dehumanization that is happening in those forced labor camps and 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 in sex trafficking and all that. Uh, there's no doubt. We're not comparing, but we're saying that everything is is rotten in our world Wait, from top to bottom because the relationship between people is polluted yeah. because we are enslaved to, by the ego so just just one more thought here the basically what i'm what i'm getting at here is if we want to liberate human society we have to liberate ourselves from the ego there, there, the, the, when you look at the outer world and you really see the picture, if we don't, if we blindfold ourselves, like Kabbalist Michael Lightman is saying, then everything's okay. You know, okay, so someone reminded me that this phone comes from, okay, I'll forget about it and everything will be fine. But if we take off the blindfolds, if we look at what is happening in society and how we have, doesn't matter what choice you make, even you're gonna, you're gonna eat plastic, right? If we, if you, take off the blindfolds and you see where you are you understand that all of this is a reflection what's happening in human society this slavery to varying degrees from top to bottom is a reflection of the individual human being internally enslaved to the ego and so the whole human network is at the moment enslaved to the ego throughout history there were maybe handful individuals such as Kabbalists, such as, I don't know, uh, people who were able to step out of their ego, to live in a different perception of reality. But collectively, globally, it has never happened. We've never experienced freedom, is what I'm trying to say. We don't even, we, we, we were so blinded that we don't even realize where we are and what freedom really is. This anyway, go ahead because I'm I'm not gonna stop. But can you go back to this? Can you go back weird. to the quote? What did he say about love there? Something about love being. Oh, I got another one. But wait, I, I think Seth wanted to, to open up another. I, I want to angle remind here. everyone uh, that it's very very frustrating topic. I mean, it's very overwhelming, yeah. and it feels you could you you just have to put the blindfold on it. You know, in a conversation like this, because what do you want me to do? You know, it's Ooh, too overwhelming. And so, let's talk about that then. Let's let's change so, that. Let's change gears here. If I'm if, if, I'm, if I'm if I'm depressing people, if we're no, depressing you're not. people, you're, you're, this is really yeah. important because this is the beginning of the truth. And mm-hmm. like our teacher's teacher, Rabash writes about a lot in a very like. Okay. Fun is not the right word to use in in this conversation, but you know, once you see the lie that we're in mm-hmm. only then you can listen up, st- move towards listen the up, truth. everybody yeah once you see the lie that's the first true thing you've ever seen that's the first really true thing that's the beginning of the spiritual path of really like okay there's preparation but once you see what's really happening mm-hmm. and what a whole lie we're in now there's a lot more that happens after that and why it's like that and we could just say quickly that if we're going to become a creation that is filled filled with 
endless fulfillment and delight. So first there needs to be a vessel where all of that light is going to go. So what we're discovering through this process is just this endless emptiness. Now, what are we going to do about it? That's the whole method. You know, that's, that's a much bigger conversation. But not to become depressed by this realization of the lie we're in. No, it's really a first step on the spiritual path. Yeah. It's something very, very significant. And Kabbalists call this, um, it might sound like an archaic language a little bit, right? But, but it's so, just the way they say it, in their words, rings so true when you think about the topic of slavery. They call it what Seth just talked about, right? Recognition of evil. Just think about that. We have to, humanity, collectively, globally, and each of us individually, we have to undergo a process of transformation, spiritual transformation, that begins with a recognition of evil. What does that mean? Rec evil is such a weird, problematic, loaded, religious-sounding word, right? Don't like, get what, too what, much into what's, it. What's, keep, what's keep, evil? Keep but, 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 but... Look at slavery, look at what we're doing to each other, that's evil, okay? Very simple, very simple. So that, that inclination to enslave the others exists throughout the whole human network. It doesn't matter if you're in 2022 or in medieval times or 10,000 years ago. Uh, it, was, it was only growing and growing and growing in mankind. We haven't gotten out of it that's what kabbalah reveals to us and that's what you reveal on the spiritual path that you are enslaved to that force that ego that wants to enslave everyone else now what is freedom then let's talk about freedom because that was that was too that was uh, wait i don't get it let, oh, i don't get it why okay. is, why does slavery exist then all the slavery you see outside let, i would say all the slavery let, let's get Go ahead, Seth. What? what is the extent of human evil? I mean, what is the extent of what one person will do to another? How how much is one person willing to how open How another? open can we be about what Kabbalists uh, write about about this? Because <laughs> this can uh, go very dark. This can go possibly can on this platform. So this 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 can go very dark very quickly. Th th this is the thing, you know. People think that. Uh, especially people who uh, are exposed to the wisdom of Kabbalah and they come from all kinds of, you know, spiritual traditions or so-called spiritual traditions, whatever, you know, they think of Kabbalists as like, you know, some sort of a, a gentle kind of people who show us the path towards spirituality. Kabbalists are the most uh, aware and conscious people of the human ego there is because they find it within themselves on their way not, to not rising that above they are it. expressing it outwardly but they no, reveal they reveal it within and and that and that's why they don't need to it doesn't need to materialize well wait a second the, you got you're missing something right i'm trying, trying to, to evade i'm trying yeah, well, to evade the I, people the, here are concerned <laughs> people here are concerned that it, it's existing okay. it exists in our world no okay? no we seth, want to disappear from our world wait seth asked we the want question. to disappear so okay you're you're allowing me to evade it, so because <laughs> that was that no. Was I'm just trying to fill in gaps along the way because it's like there's some mm -hmm. plot holes here. First of all, you you told us that it was uh, that it exists and how bad it is. 
now we have, people are saying, okay, you're telling me how bad it is. So tell me you, I need to know like what the good is. Well, how do we get out of it? Right. That's the, that's okay. kind of what everyone is eager so, to know. Right. Cri- so, critical, so we can go to the good. point here. Uh-huh. Critical point here. Uh, if I'm hungry, I want a sandwich. Right. Yeah. If I, if I want to be rich, I need to get money in order to, we don't even know with the blindfolds on, we don't even know what it is that we want. I mean, think about the biggest dream. Think everybody here. Think about the biggest dream you can have. It's so small compared to the reality that, that think about the biggest dream you can have and now try and expand it. Try and imagine it's even bigger. Try and take it a thousand times bigger. Imagine what that would be. Imagine how good, imagine how good it could be if what it, what the, our future, what we can build together is a hundred thousand times greater than what you can imagine right now. So we can't even feel yet how good for us thinking it's going to be good means I'm going to have an iced tea. It's going to be air conditioned. I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to have, I'm going to have enough money to pay the bills and to have everything I need. Yeah, I that's, have to work anymore. that's, that we is such, comprehend. that is such a, such a slavery mentality. You know what I mean? Like we, we are, we're hmm. so, so blindfolded, but we don't, we can't even imagine a good life outside of, of the, the framework of the egoistic perception. It's very, it's so all of this. If we use this in the right way, and that's what we're trying to discuss here, then all of these things create in us a need for, for something good thousands of times beyond what we can imagine now hundreds of thousands of times beyond billion times more than what we can imagine now and because we have no way of comprehending what that is we see it through the opposite okay so let's look we don't have a lot of time left we have some let's uh let's then let's go there let's go to the let's take the right line a little bit here okay the uh because i i think we um um (laughs) Yeah, you agree? I mean, ten minutes is a long time. I don't know how the, long is it. What do you? I have a quote here, uh, another one from our teacher from the same conversation, um, uh, where he talks about freedom and what that means. Okay. Right. Let's let's just read it for a second, and then we can kind of you know juxtapose these 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 things, slavery and freedom, and see kind of like get a picture of where we're headed if. We are to actually right. go through a spiritual transformation, right? So he gives an example here. Can you see the... Oh, no, you can't see it. Now you should be able to see it. So yeah. he, sa- he says this. Freedom is the feeling that results from me loving the other and they love me. Let's say between husband and wife. They are in mutual dependence. But when can they feel truly free? When there's real love between them. It sets them free. It's not simple. It's a very special state. But that's what needs to happen in a family as well as in human society. So what, what he gives us here is the key. So the, 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 here's how I see it. The, the humanity is a network just like a family is a network, just like a society is a network. All of humanity globally is also a gigantic global network, meaning we're interdependent. We're connected to each other. That's not going to go away. With time, that is only increasing. In that network, we 
can't avoid being dependent on each other, but, at the, but we can change how we relate to each other. And at the moment, and this has been the case throughout human history, we've never actually built a society that relates to each other through consciously building bonds mm. of love above the egoistic, natural I, inclination. So we don't even it. know what, what it means like to live in a free society. There is no free society in, in, in mankind. There hasn't been any besides very limited uh, transient examples that dissolved very quickly in human history. And certainly it hasn't happened on a global scale. That's where we're going. That's where we're headed. That's the great transition. We're creating a new and f actually free society. Love is the only thing that can set us free. Because uh, now we have to talk about uh, wait, what, so what I, love is. But wait, go ahead, I got go it. Ahead, it, go it, ahead. it yeah. All of a sudden, it just, it just clicked. It was like, I, I, am, I rely on you. I, ha I have a need for you. I'm connected to you. I'm dependent on you. So throughout humanity, it's just been this attitude of, I rely on you, so I need you to do what I need you to do for me. And if you won't do it by means of paying or whatever, I'll force you to do that. Now we're saying, I rely on you. I need you. I depend on you so I can give to you. That's kind of what you said. It's just, mm. it's the same exact connection, just how am I using it? And you could look at like the woke left, right? Woke, what, what do you mean when you say woke left? Just someone who's basically demanding that I work for them, right? Let's say like the, the, extreme, the extreme parts of it, right? You know, demanding that I say this or do, you know, right? But really it's just, they just need to have, they need to have that channel of, de of, of dependency just with love instead, if they were just to get love and feel loved and feel like that, that we did that, the dependency that they feel from, from whoever they're demanding, it just re relates to them. Well, you know, and, they and, wouldn't and even feel like they need to demand someone to do something. And love is uh, yes. And, and love is not something that Kabbalists take lightly. It's not like, Oh, let's love each other. Why don't we do it? Let's just right, do it. Right. It's no, not hippie love. Yeah, no, yeah, this right. is, I mean, hippie love is a great, you know, it's a great kind of vision. But in practical reality, we all have an ego. We need to be aware of it. We're enslaved to the ego. There will not be a liberation of human society until we liberate ourselves from the human ego. It has to start from our inner world. It has to be a conscious society that works on it, whose individuals understand we're egoists, and yet we want to build such a such a con connection between us, such a reciprocal attitude between us that we lift each other above mm. our own ego. How can you do that? By giving each other a sense of confidence, by giving each other a sense of, dare I say, even affection and friendliness and love, even, you know, by encouragement, by enc encouraging each, each other, by showing each other that we, yes, we can actually help each other, not on, not on our own. It's not going to happen on your own. You need to do it reciprocally with others. That's why the, the whole Kabbalistic methodology is in groups. It was always down in groups. It was always towards other people. That there is no liberation from the ego if you're you're locked inside yourself and you don't you know don't uh, think about the others. 
so, I don't have an ego. I don't have an ego with uh, relating to the animals in the forest. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody here. Yeah. Everybody here wants to know what to do about this. What am it, I supposed right. to do? I think. Where, how am I going to? I think there's a lot if you if you get what we're talking about here and what, I think there's a lot you can do because <laughs> this is where it this, gets it you can't sit on your hands once you have recognition of evil just a little bit yeah it's not so so saying, listen guys we should it? probably maybe next week or, or soon we can do a whole show on perception of reality again we did it once before a few it's months the, ago because it's the key. yeah we 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 really need to understand and everyone here will start to understand together what is happening in our intentions, what is happening in our thoughts, what is happening in our, I don't want to say vibration because I want to confuse people with other systems and your, your vibe and the, all these things, but what, how much the reality that we're perceiving is built by our intentions mm -hmm. um, is critical. Yes. This is the main correction this is the, the only thing that's missing in the world. Not another United Nations uh, program, not another stripe on the, on, the, on, the on the jersey of one of the soccer teams. The secret that the wisdom of Kabbalah needs to reveal to the world, needs to reveal to everyone from every upbringing, from every nation, from every color, is the intention. The intention inside and we will see how the world will start to change. How the world is changing. The the this is j just to again uh, um, uh, strengthen that the, this point about the the change, the transformation has to to come from within. It has to be an inner an inner transformation, a liberation from the ego. That's what we need, right? So the I mean, look at the, the microplastics uh, research. They asked them in I read the whole article that they, they asked them at some point there. So what do we what are we supposed to do with that? <laughs> so, you know, what do you think they replied? The, the researchers, you know, I'm not blaming them. They're just, you know, they're scientists, you know, they're, they're just bring us the, the information, you know, and the, the, the journalists ask them, okay, what do we do with this? You know, so they go like, well, I guess people should uh, pressure politicians to raise awareness and pressure politicians to do some regulations. Google the other article that came out this week that said five by Greenpeace or something. It's a five percent of the plastic that's recycled actually gets recycled. Ah, yeah. Now, now they're saying, yeah, exactly. And basically, yeah. we talked basically, about it as a conspiracy, but now it's here now it is, recycling yeah, is basically science. Basically, shows it's a myth. It's not meaning it's a myth in the sense that uh, I'm not, d d not dis happening. discarding all the pe the good people who tried to well intentionally it just doesn't happen. Do, it all just doesn't work. Carrying those cans doesn't out work. to the street so, with and, their plastic and, bottles and, in it just to put exactly. blindfolds on. And with these yeah. microplastics in our bloodstream, in our lungs, and now in our f breast milk, you know, the the, uh, the I don't even think anyone looks at it seriously. Uh, at the solution no, that they're you offering, are, you are is, you are giving everyone too much credit. Really? Don't you think that people th Everyone in my already see... Everyone pulls the cans out every week. No, no I'm not saying... Politicians. But, but I'm saying about, about raise, uh, uh, pressuring politicians to... Do, you know what I'm saying? It's I, I think... You're right. Maybe I'm giving too much credit for people. I don't know. But for me, I think it's becoming clearer and clearer that anything you try to fix to band-aid in our world, in our society is futile it's a futile effort 
It's not going to work. It's not working. And the reason it's not working is because it's not the, it's not the problem. If people cared about you, those who make food, those who produce clothes, those who produce technology, those, you know, you as well, I'm not just blaming the, you know, the, the, the company, the manufacturers. I'm saying if we cared about each other, it's a simple equation. You know, a, a, a first grader understands this perfectly. If people care about each other, they don't harm each other. It's that simple. It's that simple. We don't care about each other. There is no encouragement and there is no mutual, re mutually rewarding reciprocal kind of society that encourages the human being to care for other people. And as a result, what you get is that you're always trying to, to, uh, to have an edge, to get your best... Uh, you know, and that that ripples through throughout the whole system. That's why you know, uh, Sith, you, uh, Chris, you mentioned the CEOs thing. You know, the, what's going on there? The, you know, the the, the big uh, shareholders and so on. They also live in a completely different <laughs> reality. Right. Where they can't allow for, themselves to think to, to consider anyone. I'm Guys, saying you're gonna have to wait until next okay. next show. Okay. Your time is up. Friends, you're right, right. friends. Let's How do all you, of us as yeah, we let's, say something as, as we leave here. As we leave here, let's take Crystal's advice. She said three minutes of silence if you want to do that. But whether you're driving, whether you're at home, whether you're making food, whether you're at work with us in your ear, start aiming your heart. Start thinking whatever the best possible reality you can think of now. Try and imagine something a thousand times more to start. Okay, and we'll start to see that we don't need, if we can keep moving in that direction, we don't need to reveal on our flesh, in our physicality, these terrible things in order for us to then want to go to the good. We're yes. starting to chase the good. Uh, let so me add something. I, 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 I got to add something. Yes, because I'm seeing something. And then say goodbye to everybody. I'm saying, I'm just seeing people in the chat are, are, are you know, they're, you're right. There was some depressing tone in today's conversation. But uh, as long as we aim for connection and love, like Seth said, we are going through these states consciously, uh, quickly, and through awareness and consciousness instead of them materializing and becoming worse in the actual world and taking years of suffering so um that's all i wanted to say so the, the, we'll see you <laughs> next thursday 2 next thursday Eastern. big hug everybody thanks bye bye everybody yeah, wake up from this nightmare we've been facing wake up tell me how are we gonna overcome
Wow.